RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The top stories. Anti-poverty campaigners say the government needs to dig deeper to help struggling grassroots workers. Hopes arising that more restaurants will be able to take advantage of relaxed social distancing rules as staff get vaccinated. And there are long queues at testing centres as domestic helpers hurry to get a Covid check. The Society for Community Organisation is urging the government to provide unemployment support to grassroots families, many of whom have been hit hard by the economic impact of the pandemic. The group Selai San says people in these households work in sectors that have been hard hit by government restrictions aimed at curbing COVID-19, such as restaurants. Some can't apply for government allowances and have had to survive solely on the $10,000 handout given to all residents last year or on loans from friends and family. Miss C says subsidies would be the best way to help. We suggest the government they should have an unemployment and underemployment fund assistance. To these people, they can immediately have a few months assistance. So they can have some cash to pay for the female, pay for the rent and provide them more training opportunities so they can have uh, more skill and then have uh, they can change their career and then to see which career is more need people. The president of the Hong Kong Federation of Restaurants and Related Trades says he expected more staff in the sector to get coronavirus jabs soon so that their employers can relax social distancing arrangements in time for Mother's Day next Sunday. Under the government's so-called C-plan, restaurants can open later and serve more diners if staff are vaccinated. Simon Wong says he expects business to pick up. I foresee that in the next few days, more uh, staff in the catering industry would take the first dose. That means there will be more uh, restaurants taking the C-plan. Next Sunday is Mother's Day. Of course, we also uh, look forward to more business on on this very important day. If uh, more staff are taking the vaccination, then you know it would definitely help the business. Health officials have reported another day with no locally acquired COVID-19 infections. The two imported cases involved women aged 39 and 44 who arrived from Indonesia. Authorities also announced that Turkish Airlines flights from Istanbul will be banned from tomorrow until May the 16th. Long queues have again formed at testing centres across the SAR today as foreign domestic helpers used their weekly rest day to take a mandatory test before a deadline next Sunday. The Chief Secretary, Matthew Jung, defended the testing mandate today, saying helpers weren't the only people required to take a test. Wendy Wong has details. About 370,000 foreign domestic helpers were ordered to take the test before next Sunday after a maid who works in Tongchong was found to carry a variant of the virus, which experts say could be far more infectious. The maid had the same variant as a 29-year-old man visiting from Dubai who was reported with the variant last month. Writing on his blog, Mr Chung said workers at care homes for the elderly and disabled are also considered high risk and also have to get tested for COVID regularly. The Home Affairs Department says it's commissioned China Inspection Medical Laboratories to set up a mobile centre in Tongchong to test residents subject to the compulsory testing order. The centre will operate from 2pm to 8pm. The Travel Industry Council says flights between Hong Kong and Singapore have been fully booked for the first two weeks following the scheduled launch of a travel bubble on the 26th of this month. The council's chairman, Jason Wong, said business travellers and people planning to visit relatives snapped up most of the tickets. He's hoping more flights can be arranged for the summer. He was asked whether he's worried the bubble might be halted again, given the emergence of COVID variants in Hong Kong. It would really depends on the vaccinations uh, 
penetration in uh, uh, both communities. Right now, I, I guess the recent figures in uh, this week is uh, uh, is growing, and more and more citizens is uh, taking the vaccine. And uh, we hope that the trend could carry on and uh, it would help to uh, co- uh, contain and maintain the reported case in a minimum figure. Pro-democracy activists gathered at the University of Hong Kong this evening to clean a statue commemorating the bloody crackdown on democracy activists in Tiananmen Square in 1989. Members of the Hong Kong Alliance in support of patriotic democratic movements in China lit candles and held a one-minute silence next to the Pillar of Shame statue before chanting slogans. The Alliance described the university's decision to cut ties with its own student union on Friday as absurd and said that universities are a place for free speech. It called on HKU's management to reverse the decision. You're listening to RTHK. The time is now exactly five minutes past eleven. Thousands of people have attended the first day of a music festival in the mainland city of Wuhan, where COVID-19 first emerged. More details from the BBC's Daniel Wittenberg. Last year's Strawberry Music Festival was held online, as Wuhan was in the midst of the world's first coronavirus lockdown. Despite limited numbers this year, 11,000 revellers, many without masks, were out in the warm weather to watch their favourite rock and indie groups. Twenty similar events are being held simultaneously in cities across China during a five-day national holiday hailed as a reward for the sacrifices made to control the spread of the virus. India has reported the highest number of deaths from COVID-19 since the start of the pandemic, a day after it recorded the largest number of daily infections in the world. The health ministry says almost 3,700 people died in the past 24 hours and 392,000 fresh cases were recorded. India's health system is buckling under the pressure. The chief advisor to the All India Institute of Medical Sciences, Dr Rajiv Ranjan, said the government had made a series of mistakes. The situations right now in uh, the metro cities and especially in the capital is really very grim. People are really very panicked because uh, the government was somehow not prepared this time. We dealt with the first wave very nicely, but um, we should have taken a coup from the Western countries and the European countries because the second wave started at the end of December and January in UK and some of the European countries, but Indian government was silent at that time. Britain has said that Iran's treatment of the detained dual national Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe amounts to torture after she was convicted for a second time and banned from leaving Tehran. The British Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab told the BBC that Mrs Zaghari Ratcliffe was being treated unfairly. It is clear that she's subjected to a cat-and-mouse game that uh, the Iranians, or certainly a part of the Iranian system, engage with, and they try and use her for leverage. Nazanin is held unlawfully, in my view, as a matter of international law. I think she's been treated in the most abusive, torturous way. Mrs Zaghari Ratcliffe was detained five years ago while on holiday in Iran and was sentenced last month to a further year in prison. Britain and the United States have tonight played down rumours of a deal with Iran on prisoner release. A senior member of Britain's governing Conservative Party has said the Prime Minister Boris Johnson should resign if he were found to have broken government rules over the refurbishment of his flat. The comment was made by Douglas Ross, the leader of the Conservatives in Scotland, in an interview with the BBC. Of course, I think people expect the highest um, standards of those in the highest office of the land and that's why I think people uh, are uh, looking at the investigations that are currently ongoing and waiting for the answers uh, to be heard. The remarks contrast with efforts by other members of government to avoid direct comment on the issue. 
The four astronauts who've returned to Earth from the International Space Station after almost six months in space say they're feeling well. They'll be reunited with family and friends after undergoing medical checks. Holly Ridings is Chief Flight Director at Johnson Space Centre. It's not very often you get to wake up on the space station and go to sleep in Houston. And so we've been talking about that in the control center. You know, the orbital mechanics and the weather don't always work out, but today they did. And so, so that's pretty remarkable. To sport, and there's been drama on the pitch at Old Trafford this evening, even before the kick-off in Manchester United's game against Liverpool. Scores of United fans protesting against the ownership of the Glazer family forced their way through barriers to get into the stadium, displaying banners and setting off flares. It's all part of the fallout from the European Super League, which both United and Liverpool briefly joined before withdrawing last month. The game, which was due to start in about 20 minutes' time, has been delayed. Defeat for United tonight would hand the title to rivals Manchester City, but boss Oli Gunnar Solskjaer says he's not concerned by the table. We're just thinking about winning ourselves. If Whatever that does to Liverpool, it cannot be of our concern. Throughout the season, uh, you have games that you look forward to, and this Liverpool game is at home is is one of the biggest, biggest games of the season. It doesn't matter if... If we're first or second or third or fourth, or no matter what, this is a massive, massive game. And in tonight's early game, Newcastle lost 2-0 to Arsenal. To end the news, the top stories once again. Anti-poverty campaigners say the government needs to dig deeper to help struggling grassroots workers. Hopes arising that more restaurants will be able to take advantage of relaxed social distancing rules as staff get vaccinated... And there are long queues at testing centres as domestic helpers hurry to get a COVID check. The news from RTHK. In our newsroom, Todd Harding. More news at midnight. Which you I ain't really sleep well. You ever feel like your train of thoughts been derailed? That's when you press on, lean in. Half the population just waiting to see me fail. Yeah, right, you better off trying to freeze hell. <laughs> Some of us do it for the females, and others do it for the reads. What I do it for the kids, life through the tower in on. Every time you fall, it's only making your chin strong. And I'll be in your corner like Nick, baby, till the end. And when you hear the song from that big lady, until the referee rings the bell. Until both your eyes start to swell Until the crowd goes home What we gon' do, y'all? Nothing sad. Textbook version of a kid going nowhere fast. And now I'm yelling, kiss my. It's gonna take a couple right hooks, a few left chats for you to recognize you really ain't got it bad. Until the referee rings the bell. Until both your eyes start to swell. Until the crowd goes home. What we gonna do, y'all? 
Gym class heroes Ryan Tedder and the fighter. Big Daddy K. Mo Chiba. Uh-huh. In my imagination 